there. Welcome back to the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. In this episode, I want to explain to you the reason why you should not set a timeline for uh, to lose a certain amount of weight. Oh my gosh, don't do that. <laughs> and if you are looking up resources and doing some research or you're, you know, uh, inquiring with professionals and coaches and they tell you, you know, set a deadline for, you know, how much, how many pounds you want to lose by a certain time. Oh my gosh, do not do that. Please don't. And I'm going to tell you why in this episode and I'll try not to get too crazy, but first in case (laughs) this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss is a lifestyle strategy that gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Four years ago, after an eight-year battle with weight gain and health issues, I found a weight loss strategy that allowed me to lose 33 pounds, 12% of my body fat, and drop seven dress sizes in about five to six months. And I did that all without counting calories or macros. I didn't do any crazy diets. I only exercised 15 minutes a day, three days a week. No, I didn't do a single lick of cardio. My God, I hate cardio. I didn't do any cardio. Um, And I've been able to maintain those results for the past four years, going on five years now, because that was back in 2014. And I was obsessed I was obsessed to understand the reason why this particular strategy worked so well for me when all of the others I had tried eight years prior had all like crashed and burned, why they all failed. And my obsession with understanding why it worked led me down a rabbit hole of research that allowed me to understand how, how complex weight loss is. It's so much more complex and it's so much more unique to every single individual than the fitness industry teaches and allows us to believe. And so I decided to become a weight loss coach to teach other people, as many people as as possible, as many people that would want to listen to teach uh, to teach what I what I learned, what I'm continuing to learn about the complexities of weight loss and what's actually required for you to be able to lose weight, but not just lose weight, but to keep it off. So that's what this series is all about. That's who I am in the weight loss space. So I would love for you to follow. I would love for you to subscribe. And if you want to be a part of the the newsletter, the Rest-Based Weight Loss newsletter that I send out every week. I've been trying to send it out every week. I've missed a couple of weeks. Uh, but if you want to be a part of that newsletter, then I would like you to start off by filling out the stress health quiz that I created. And in the middle of there is an option to be able to sign up for the weekly newsletters. So you can do that at operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. The link is in the description of this episode. All right. Okay. So I wrote down specifically in my calendar to do, to talk about this particular topic in this episode after I read, after I started reading a book, the book is phenomenal. 
The book is by um, someone named Dave Crenshaw, and he is like a time management expert. I took one of his lynda.com courses and it was just life-changing for me and, and just giving, providing like tips and strategies on how to stay organized with my time. And now I'm like obsessed with this guy. I went to his website. I signed up for his email list. He has a new free ebook out that I downloaded. And so I started reading that ebook and uh, I, I love it so much already. I'm only like five, five pages in. But anyway, I read something in his book and I was like, that I, that like it kind of triggered me and I was like, oh, wait, 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 hold on a minute. This is actually really bad advice. And uh, it, what I read was because he was talking about setting goals, goal setting. And he said it's really important that the goals that you set are measurable. And we've heard that. We know about SMART goals. I mean, that's not new. But he was saying that also the goals that you set, they should have a time frame. There should be a, a time frame attached to it. And he gave the example, if you want to lose 10 pounds, then you can't just say, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. You have to attach a time frame to it. So the time, you know, the addition to that would be, I want to lose 10 pounds in this amount of time, like in, you know, 30 days or whatever. And this is not, I read that, and that's not the first time that I have read this specific example when doing some research on different time management and organization and goal setting strategies. If I, 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 if I follow like life coaches and motivational speakers and other people and they, and they're talking in general about ways to be able to improve your life, um, ways to be able to, to make lifestyle changes, to get the things you want. One of the examples that they'll always throw in there that I, that I frequently see is they'll throw in weight loss examples as like a goal setting example. And so this is not the first time that I've seen like a motivational speaker or a life coach or, or someone, you know, tell you, give you strategies on how to create and pursue goals and will throw in weight loss as an example. For example, another person that I follow is Mel Robbins. And if you've heard of Mel Robbins, then you know about her super famous five-second rule. When I started implementing the five-second rule, that was life-changing for me. So she was another one that I became obsessed with and started following and all of those things. And I read her book, uh, The Five-Second Rule. I read that book. But I remember, like in her, I remember reading her book and she was talking about the fact that she needed to get up and start going back to the gym. And so she would use her five second rule to wake herself up early in the morning and, you know, to get to the gym so that she can get on that treadmill. And she, she like gave the example of, and I know if I want to, you know, achieve my health goals, my health and fitness goals or my weight loss goals, you know, I have to run this amount of, uh, th at least 30 minutes on the treadmill every day. And so I use my five second rule to just get up and go do it. And I'm, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, waking up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym and run on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day, that is that that is the type of weight loss advice that's already out there in the weight loss universe that a lot of people are trying and continuously failing. And that's because 
we are unaware of the fact that we have been, as a weight loss community, based on you know, the past like 30 years of weight loss research that has been pushed out into the public arena, we've, we've been wrong this whole entire time. And running on the treadmill to lose weight is just one of, it's, a, it's another example of one of those like weight loss things that are that just destroying people. The damage, the metabolic damage that comes as a result from people that are told that they need to do cardio to lose weight and they try their best to be consistent and they find themselves being completely inconsistent. They find themselves losing weight and then gaining it back, damaging their metabolism. So that's another example. So I, I, you know, reading this book and reading that quote from Dave Crenshaw, you know, reading that from Mel Robbins, I'm not singling them out. There are, there are so many other life coaches and motivational speakers that are talking about these goal setting, you know, these goal setting strategies and will, will throw in something about weight loss as to use as an example of what it is they're talking about. And what I'm saying is that I, I wish that they would stop doing that. I really wish, I really wish that they would stop, would stop using these things as an example because weight loss in itself, weight loss requires a completely separate strategy, like transformation, transforming your body. It requires a completely separate strategy than, you know, than something like changing your, your organization or building organizational skills or creating like time management changes. Yes, there is some overlap, but a lot of the connections that people in the motivational speaking space make to like weight loss and those things are based on the weight loss myths that are currently leading and increasing the obesity crisis in our country. And so when I read that in the book yesterday, I was like, okay, I have to, I have to create an episode about this. And my message, my message is do not assign a deadline or a timeline to the amount of weight that you want to lose. That is so harmful and toxic. That is a harmful, toxic, mentally, physically, and emotionally dangerous thing to apply to your weight loss journey is a timeline or a deadline. I understand the reason why that is promoted. I understand the reason why gurus and experts and professionals are telling us to, to create a, a, like a weight loss goal within a certain amount of time. I get it. But what I'm saying is that based on Gosh, I feel like I'm going to explode right now. Based on the most up-to-date, cutting-edge research and information that's coming out about weight loss and how the weight loss industry for the past 30 years has just gotten this whole thing completely wrong, how we've just been wrong this whole entire time, and people are suffering as a result. 
one of those one of those damaging strategies and one of those damaging myths are <laughs> is the is the belief that we actually are capable of losing a certain amount of weight within a certain time frame based on like the mathematical calculations of if I burn this many cal if I burn 3500 calories if I create a deficit of 3500 calories that will equal a, a pound of weight loss and if I can do if I can lose a pound a week every week for 16 weeks then in four months, I should be 16 pounds lighter. I will have achieved my goal. Or even worse, I hardly, I hardly see that. I hardly see, and that I feel like is pretty like, uh, reasonable. I'm seeing people that are like, I want to lose 50 pounds in three months. What? I want to lose 50 to 70. I have 50 to 75 pounds to lose. And my goal is to achieve that goal weight in six months. Are you crazy? I mean, very specifically, what you have to do to your body and your metabolism in order to lose that much weight in that amount of time, the, um, I mean... Once again, I feel like I'm going to, so I feel like I can't even keep talking. I have to like calm myself down. I have to calm myself down. Okay. So just very quickly, here's the thing. Um, once we start creating any sort of calorie deficit, meaning we uh, go on a diet and, or we begin exercising so that the amount of calories that we burn and consume, uh, that, that ratio begins to decrease. Okay. We start either consuming less calories than we're used to consuming, or we start burning more calories than we're used to burning or a combination of both diet or exercise or both diet and exercise. Okay. So any changes, any changes to that calorie expenditure within 72 hours, within 72 hours, your metabolism will begin to respond by slowing down. Little by little, every three to four days, slowly but surely, your metabolism will adapt, will begin to adapt by slowing down. It'll begin to adapt by uh, burning less calories when you exercise and holding on to more calories when you eat. Okay. This is a, a slow kind of gradual process that your metabolism, it kind of, it, it moves up levels and levels, you know, of making this transformation about every three to four days, little by little, right? So that by the time you get to however many weeks or months into your journey, you hit a weight loss plateau. Does that make sense? You're following me so far? Okay. So this is connected to this myth. This is connected to the myth that weight loss 
it can be linear that you can lose a very specific amount of pounds in a set amount of time because there is a lack of understanding in the fact that the metabolism is adjusting and slowing down every three to four days. So that means that whatever it is that, you're, that you are doing on day one of your weight loss journey to create a 500 calorie deficit, eight, in eight days, that very exact same thing that you're doing is probably now only going to be about a 400 or 375 calorie deficit. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So bringing this back to now what we're talking about in this episode, if you say to yourself, I want to lose 30 pounds in 50 days, then in order for you to stay on track with like losing a consistent amount of pounds, like every week or every 10 days or whatever it is, you will have to keep creating a bigger and bigger and bigger calorie deficit to account for the changes in your metabolism, to account for the fact that your metabolism is slowing down. So that means that you're going to have to start eating even less and working out even more in order to maintain a consistent amount of weight loss in order to achieve your goal. Does that make sense? Now here's the problem. If your metabolism is slowing down, do you know what that's called? That's called starvation mode. And if your metabolism is slowing down, if your metabolism is burning less calories, and then at the same time, you're feeling, you're feeling more hungry, you are experiencing uh, more fatigue, more drops in energy, you're experiencing higher than normal cravings for really fatty or sugary foods, you've entered starvation mode. Now, if you keep going, so if you ignore the cravings, you ignore the hunger, you ignore the energy, the, the depletion in energy, and you keep going because it is your goal to lose a certain amount of, of weight by a particular date. So you, you push past what's happening, how your body's responding, and you keep going. You keep creating the deficit. You keep making the deficit bigger. You are pushing yourself further and further into the latter, into the latter stages of starvation mode. And what, what's at the end of starvation? How do you know? How do you know that you've, that you've gone too far? You end up with thyroid issues. You end up with hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, hypothyroid issues, um, Hashimoto's disease, an underactive thyroid. That is like, that's the final breaking point. That's the end of the starvation mode road. 
you break your thyroid and you're and you're and you're no longer able to lose any weight. Uh, I know a lot of people that got into like uh, bodybuilding, competing, and uh, are, are have as they were like training and and getting ready to perform, um, have like destroyed their thyroid, and now have Hashimoto's, and have now been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. So. What you want to do, okay, so that you don't actually enter what starvation mode actually is. You know, we think starvation mode is, oh, if I eat under 1,200 calories a day, uh, you know, my body is going to be in starvation mode. Why? Because my fitness pal, like, because <laughs> my fitness pal sends you a, an alert after you uh, submit your food log if you've eaten under 1,200 calories then they literally send you like, you know, an alert of you're going to enter starvation mode if you don't eat over 1200 calories. So we think starvation mode has to do with the number of calories that we consume and staying above a certain number of calories per day. No, I'm telling you that starvation mode occurs when you are forcing your metabolism to accept a calorie deficit and your metabolism responds by slowing down and increasing your hunger decreasing your energy and increasing your cravings, you are in the throes of starvation mode. So to avoid that, number one, don't set a deadline. If you have 10 pounds to lose, then I'm going to tell you something. The longer it takes you to lose those 10 pounds, the chances of those 10 pounds ever coming back ever in your life become slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. Why? Because you're not forcing your metabolism to drop those 10 pounds. Anytime you're trying to force your metabolism to lose weight through calorie deficit alone, then your metabolism is just going to, uh, your metabolism is going to wait and is gonna continue increasing your hunger, increasing your cravings and decreasing your energy until you stop exercising and or just start eating more food. In this tug of war, your metabolism will always win. It'll win either by making you eat more or by completely breaking and, and, so, and then you'll end up diagnosed with Hashimoto's or hypothyroid. So we don't want to, and this is what rest-based weight loss is all about. We don't want to play this tug of war with the metabolism. We don't want to try to dominate the metabolism and lose weight by this arbitrary deadline, lose, lose this many pounds by the time we have this wedding or something coming up. Because all of, as soon as that wedding comes and goes, as soon as that event comes and goes, as soon as you've reached that goal weight and you're, you know, ah, I, I, I made it, I've arrived. Your metabolism is like, enjoy it. You can sit here for about a week or two. <laughs> enjoy this for about seven to 14 days. Because now your metabolism is running so much slower. And now that you have gotten to that date, and you achieved your goal in the time frame that you achieved, now you're going to start letting loose with your food 
Now you're going to start laxing on your exercise. And now that your metabolism is running slower, you're going to be burning fewer calories. You're going to be uh, holding on to more calories in your food. And then the weight is just going to slowly but surely climb back up until you gain back half to either half all the way up to every single pound that you lost. Okay. Do not set a deadline for your weight loss goals. Don't. Don't. Instead, figure out how much weight you want to lose and then start implementing one lifestyle change at a time that will bring balance to your metabolism that will bring your metabolism in balance, that will keep your stress hormones low so that you can coax your metabolism into naturally releasing excess weight, naturally releasing the weight that your body doesn't need, okay? And what are those lifestyle areas? Take the stress health quiz to find out because I give you, I tell you very specifically, the questions that I ask you in the quiz are questions directly related to the lifestyle areas that your metabolism needs you to change before it would even consider releasing weight and keeping it off for the rest of your life. Okay. Find out at operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. After you take that quiz, after you find out what those lifestyle areas are, I want you to continue listening. Okay, keep coming back every day because we're going to talk about those lifestyle areas. We're going to talk about what you need to do to implement the lifestyle, implement the lifestyle changes that are needed to lose weight effortlessly. That's what this is all about. Lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Okay, happy Friday, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you.